Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everyone. It's a new year, and if you haven't made a resolution yet, then take my advice. Skip the exercise and instead commit to change your sports book over to MyBookie. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. MyBookie will meet you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. That's right. You put in $200, you'll get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support Degeneracy at the same time with promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. It's not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? Not much. Uh, NBA is just, uh, I don't know. I went through this last season too. It's just, it's, it's a constant roller coaster in the NBA where you think you know something and then you don't. Like, I, my play of the day just completely bombed and fizzled. Hmm. And then uh, after the first quarter, I knew I was sunk in that Sacramento Golden State game. I was like, oh, there's no way that Golden State is going to do back to back performances like they did. And uh, who knows what's going on with Golden State. Now they're four and three. And I'm scratching my head because in the preseason, I thought, man, the Warriors are going to be awesome. And then they shit the bed in their first three games. And now they look like they're pretty fucking good. So. I think I'm off betting the Warriors for a while until things stabilize a bit. <laughs> I sympathize, man. I really do. I sympathize. What's going on, Panther? Uh, I think I just want to quit. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah, this whole logic thing, I swear, I'm just going to go Costanza today. Just you, you look at things, you talk about the, the depth of certain teams and players being out and uh, teams struggle at home or struggle on the road. I can't get nothing right. I'm just, I think I just want to go to back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Richard? Ah, you know, same kind of feeling here. Just when you feel like you might finally get a, a two and O day, <laughs> you have the Pelicans can't score in the last two and a half minutes to get you over the hump. And then they get beat in the buzzer beater to go to a double overtime. Um, so you just feel like your snake bit all around so far this year, but I'm hoping that it, it's going to get better from here. I, I think like I, was, I was joking uh, before the show. I'm just going to start mimicking uh, Panther so I can't get to zero first. <laughs> just, just follow him. It's yeah, it's a long season. It's a long season. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You, you it's got a plenty slightly of time. less long season though, with 72 games. Uh, like we'll talk about one of these games today, but like Kevin Durant's going to be out yeah. for four games because of quarantine protocols uh, the, uh, in 72 games. I mean, that that's a little bit more significant. Right. It, it, it's crazy to think about that, but it's, it really is like an NFL player almost missing a week. So uh, I, I know it's a long season, but it's going to fly by same way as NFL fly flew by. By, by by week 14. We thought we knew something in the NFL as well. Uh, even my Celtics, right? Like I, I do not know what to think about the Celtics right now. Uh, going into that game, all the indicators said, do not bet the Celtics whatsoever. And after the first quarter, I was like, man, they are off tonight. The Raptors going to blow this game wide open. And then the Raptors went ice fucking cold. And the Celtics ended up beating the shit out of them. So 
even teams that I closely follow and know the, all the players and know all the statistics, it, it's meaning nothing right now. So, I mean, almost 10 games in, hopefully things start to make a little bit more sense. But but with these injuries and with these COVID protocols and stuff like that, it's it's hard. It's hard to like bet on a team. Like Your metrics are based off of certain assumptions and then – Something like this, Durant's going to miss a week. Like, how do you account for that? I mean, it's it's tough. It is tough. And that, and that Celtics game's a good one to talk about for a second because it opened up at two and a half, and then it skyrocketed all the way up to like six and a half, six. And I assume the money was backing Toronto pretty heavily. Money's, money's all over Toronto. Yeah, the money was all over Toronto. So it was, it was, you know. But when once it got to six, I was I was starting to even be tempted myself to bet the Celtics right. <laughs> paid the money. Yeah. So that's why we say traps don't necessarily matter in the NBA because yeah. they do miss a fair amount mm-hmm. of time. Mm-hmm. That 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 particular game because I looked at that yesterday. I think that might have had less to do with the Celtics and more to do with no way the Raptors are starting one in five. Like Max is talking about not trusting the Celtics. It was like how the hell can you bet the Raptors right now? This is a team that can't get out of their own way, especially because they don't play home games. And, and, and does, is that a factor? Is that something that's, you know, giving them problems playing in a neutral site, I guess? You would think it would normalize eventually. Eventually, it'll feel like home. Okay, but it's not, home? I mean, they're, they're constantly in a hotel room, right? So it's, it's never really home. No, it's never really going to be home. It's like they're playing. They're the, they're the hamstring team playing in a bubble. Mm-hmm. So is there ever a home team in Tampa? <laughs> well, I mean, they never have home fans. <laughs> Well, they might. They might. We, we saw some love over on the poll, right? Yeah. They got one vote to win the Super Bowl. I posted a uh, poll yesterday. Talk about the poll. Talk about the poll. Yeah. yeah. We posted a poll. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Bills, overwhelming. 50% of the votes so far say Bills. Packers and Chiefs have 19%. And then uh, one vote for the Buccaneers, one vote for the Steelers. Surprising? Not that's surprised, but I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that, that so many people are backing Buffalo. I, I hate being on the side of uh, the, the majority when it comes to uh, <laughs> picking a Super Bowl winner. Yeah. I think the value is on Buffalo, but I don't. I actually don't think Buffalo wins. I still think Kansas City just lulled through this entire season, and probably lo- even though they didn't play their starters, I think losing that last game even doesn't sit well with the guys when they're standing on the sideline. So it's probably a good thing. I think the chiefs come out um, pretty hungry when, you know, and Patrick Mahomes is, I I love this kid. He's such a competitor. Um, The the bills are a real threat, but I, I think the the value is on the bills, but I don't like the bills to win. Who'd you vote for? Kansas city. Okay. I I think uh, it'd be interesting to see too, what happens with the one team getting a buy and everybody else needing to play. How does that impact the two seed that's used to having a bye? Does that does that does that hurt their chances? And if it does, then it you know it definitely could be difficult, more difficult for Buffalo. I don't, I don't know. Like I'm 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 always iffy on the bye weeks, and I'm concerned that KC sat their starters and have a bye week. There's yeah, a rhythm. Yeah. There's there, there's you know unless you have injuries that you need to just rest up, and everyone's injured. Everyone's injured in, in football, right? So right? Someone's got some kind of contusion or some kind of sprain, or some, everyone's always injured week to week. So I get the extra time off allows you to heal a little bit more. But also, you know, it, it makes you rusty. Like uh, you can only do so much in practices, especially with these COVID protocols this season. Like they're very limited in what they can do and can't do in practices. Uh, I'm worried about the time off from KC. 
uh, and Buffalo, that they'll just be able to continue their offense rolling. Like their, their offense is hot right now. I would not want them off the field. Yeah, I would not want them to miss a week. Completely agree. Buffalo probably would not. I would not want that bye week if I was Buffalo. They're just clicking on all cylinders. No injuries to really worry about. They want to stay on the field. Kansas City, you know, with with the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire thing, the, the whole do they even have a running game 90% of the time? I, I think it probably will serve them good. Um, and it gives Andy is an absolute stellar coach when you give him extra time to prepare for an opponent. So uh, I, I definitely, it doesn't even matter who it's going to be. I really like the chiefs um, at least in that first round. I mean, history for those buy teams is pretty damn strong. <laughs> when they come off those buys, they tend to win. Right, just to, just to less games you have to play. I mean, we're looking mm-hmm. at one game samples now, and the, the less games you play, <laughs> the more the less likely it is you're going to get bit in the ass. So yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, we'll see if well, the Chiefs come out rusty. Statistics, though, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, the less games you play, less yeah. less times you have to lose. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Less statistics. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to argue it. Um, we'll see if the Chiefs come out rusty or not. It'll it will be interesting. But we had. I, if we were doing a podcast in 2015, I would be having the exact same conversation. The Royals look like shit for the last two months of that regular season. They look bored and uninspired. And then when the playoffs hit, they, they kicked it into gear. So maybe that's just how Kansas City rolls. No doubt. But there was this conversation that you and I had the other day uh, about how the Patriots have normalized winning Super Bowls. And yes. I think that, that that's a problem. Right. Is if people think that they can just win back-to-back Super Bowls easily because the Patriots did it, that's 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 just wrong. That's misleading. The Patriots normalize that stuff, and it's rare. Mm-hmm. It's rare for teams to win back-to-back championships, but I think especially in, in football, right? I mean, it's, it's tough to, to get back to a Super Bowl. Uh, there's so many moving parts that could go wrong with a football team. Yeah, injuries and everything. Yeah, I agree. And the motivation. How hungry are you to really put your body on the line when you have already have a ring in, on your finger? Well, it, I think it goes to tell, show you how good Kansas City is because here they are, the defending champs, and they so they clearly have a target on their back. I'm not giving any credit to to the Chargers for Week 17. So up to that, they still only took one loss, and we sit here and criticize them. Oh, they don't look their best. Oh, they don't. Uh, they're not running the ball. This, that, and the other. They had one loss with that target on there. They're getting everybody's best shot. So I still think they're the best team out there. Well, Rich, if I told you the Kansas City or Mahomes specifically went to four Super Bowls and won three, it sounds unimpressive next to the Patriots. But that's that's an amazing career. Oh, that's ring. That's you know five years in, in later in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think most fans would be happy with that, except in the fourth Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very true. Very true. And the one they missed, and they missed, the one they missed was because of a coin flip. Yeah, yeah. No, but I I think that's a realistic goal for most fans for the Chiefs is. Let's see if we can get Mahomes three rings. I think that's that's kind of where I'm thinking he's going to end up. I could be wrong. I don't know. With the talent around him, he could end up with more, I think. But uh, we'll, we'll see down the road. We'll see what happens when contracts start, start coming. That's up. the tough part, yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. Nice little detour. Let's get to it, though. we got work to do. NBA, Max, what do you have on tap today? Oh, actually, should, should we, we break now? Games. Uh, should we break now? It's kind of, should we break now? I don't know. Let's talk a couple of games, break, and then finish up. It's five Come games. Let's, all five games. <laughs> Let's just cover all five games. Okay. Let's yeah. start from the top, then work our way down. First up, it's the uh, Jazz and the Nets. Will I take the under? 
<laughs> no one take the under. No one take. No, no one. No one touch the totals in this one. You know, I alluded to this before, right? Uh, Nets dealing with some COVID quarantine issues. Uh, Kevin Durant's going to miss four games. Brooklyn also without Spencer Dinwiddie, which I think is a huge blow to that team's depth. Uh, Utah, they've looked good during their two-game winning streak. They're currently three and zero on the road this season, averaging sixteen more points per game on the road than at home. And I just don't believe that's sustainable. I think it's going to normalize over their next few road games. And this could be the first game of road game that it starts to normalize because despite Durant missing this game, I do think Brooklyn can keep this close, possibly uh, break their two game losing streak and win this one. So I, I, again, Durant is, is Durant. So you got to take into account him missing a game when you're looking at lines here, but I still like the Nets at home. I'm going to lean Brooklyn here. And yes, Arch, I will lean mm. the under. Lean the under by half a point. I have this at 228. <laughs> well, it does help Utah when they're winning on the road. And they're playing San Antonio and Oklahoma City, two teams that probably are rebuilding or trying to figure out what they're doing. But Brooklyn, without Kevin Durant, um, well, it's probably – Joe Harris and Karis LeVert are the two best players on the team. I'm not giving much to, to Kyrie. He does have he does have his outbursts, but I, they need Harris and LeVert to really pick up the the pace. And going against Rudy Gobert in Utah, they got to get more out of DeAndre Jordan. I still don't understand what teams are doing with their centers. You got the you know Buck Allen and, and Jordan there in Brooklyn. You got the whole mess in Sacramento. Um, so that thing with the bigs really confuses me. But I, look, I agree with Max. I think. Um, Brooklyn can they can win this game and they can probably keep it within the four, but I'm not going to bet it. I'm going to lean Brooklyn. I think this game is going to come down to the if Brooklyn is going to have a chance, it's going to come down to the three point shooting. If they're hitting their threes, they're going to have a chance because Utah is one of the worst at defending against the three, and they're going to have to make their shots because Brooklyn is one of the worst at rebounding, and Utah is the best rebounding team, uh, offensive rebounding team in the league. So I actually think that Utah is probably going to cover. I'm going to lean Utah. I think the absence of Durant's going to hurt. I think the inability to, you know, if they're not hot from the three-point line, they can fall behind quickly. Uh, so I'm going to lean Utah, and I'm also going to lean the under. All right. Yeah, I think three and a half is like the uh, the fulcrum here, the like the pivot. At three, I think uh, I think at minus three, I want a piece of Utah. But when it gets up to four, I think you got to shift over to Brooklyn here. It's right on the line, right around there. Um, and I two twenty seven. I'm still tempted to go the under. Uh, yeah, I, I still think it goes under. But I have a little bit more wiggle room on some of the other games. Next up, we got Lakers and Grizzlies, Max. It's nine points. Yeah, Lakers won three in a row, coming off of a 14-point win over the Grizzlies on Sunday. In that game, LeBron scored 22 points, 13 rebounds, eight assists. So any thoughts of him slowing down at his age are not becoming reality right now. LeBron is, once again, uh, listed as questionable with his ankle, but it almost seems like it's a ploy to get his opponent's hopes up before he crushes their spirits. Uh, Memphis desperately missing John Morant on the court, but you look at their team, and it's it's a slew of players have been stepping up in his absence. Kyle Anderson, Dylan Brooks have been leading the way. In that loss to the Lakers, Dylan Brooks was held in check, but I do not expect him to shoot that poorly from three-point land again in this game. So if, if Brooks is on, he can hit a, hit a couple more threes. I think the Grizzlies can keep this one close. Uh, 
I will bet $20 on the Memphis Grizzle here, and I will also lean the over. And this is another one of those games where we're talking about the back-to-back scheduling the NBA's done. Um, it, it looks like, if we're trying to find any kind of trends, that the loser of that game, for the first game, uh, fares pretty well in that second game, maybe losing closely or even winning. So uh, LeBron's been magnificent. He's had the questionable tag every single game, so I don't think much of that. Uh, as long as uh, LeBron and Davis are on the floor, you got to like the Lakers, but I, I think they could pull them early if this were to get out of hand. Maybe Memphis backdoor covers, or maybe Memphis just competes. Uh, I got a couple players. I got Dylan Brooks and LeBron on my fantasy team, so it would be nice if they both pony up some points and get something done. I agree with Max. I think Memphis can keep this closer than last time. I got to bet something today. Can't get to zero without doing that, so we'll bet Memphis plus the nine. What are you betting? How much? Uh, 25. All in. Come on. One Panther. of these days I'm going to get to. I'm going to, I'm going to bet them all one of these days. I think when you're looking at this game, the, the matchup here, the style that makes this fight is you got a pretty efficient Los Angeles Lakers offense against the kind of dreadful, well, not so good Memphis defense. You're missing their star player in, in John Morant. In the Memphis can't hit threes, and L.A. is pretty good at defending them. I think Memphis can stay close, but I also think they can lose by a lot more than nine. So I can't bet them in that scenario. So I'm going to lean Memphis. But what I am going to do here is I, I think they're going to go over the total 218. Is that the total we have today? Yeah, 218. Yep. Uh, so I, I'm going to put 20 on the uh, on the over. Wow. How much? 20, you said? 20. I, okay. I'm not ready to, to go all in yet. I'm getting close, though. I'm getting itchy to have one of those moments. Push, shove your chips, Rich. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I think you guys are all right. It's terrifyingly so. Uh, Max, I love your Memphis plus nine play because I think that's I I don't think they're going to (laughs) win by any stretch, but I do think they're going to keep it closer than that. So I'm going to throw 15 on that. And I like the over here. I had it going way over. So I'm going to throw another 15 on the over here. All the actions coming on that game. Max. Mm. Where should I take that action? (laughs) Take that action over to my bookie because it is a new year and I want you to toss all of your other resolutions out the window. You probably are. It's it's already the 5th of January. All the resolutions have been broken. So if you're going to keep one resolution, that one should be to switch over to my bookie because if you sign up now using the promo code absolute degen my bookie is going to meet you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll for the new year so you put in two hundred dollars you get an extra one hundred dollars to play with treat yourself to some extra cash to start the new year support degeneracy at the same time with the promo code absolute degen it's not just winter season it is winning season so bet win and get paid with my bookie for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right. Next up, we are looking at... Minnesota Timberwolves at the Denver Nuggets, and it is another massive line. Uh, Denver minus 11 and a half at home. Yeah, uh, 
with these two, with uh, Pedro that alluded to, with these mini series that we're seeing throughout the season, we we get to make some overreactions, right? That second game based off the results of the first one. So the general sentiment here is Denver should just beat up on Minnesota. Uh, and it makes sense, right? There's no Carl Anthony Towns. T-Wolves have lost four in a row by an average of 24 points per game. But you look at Denver, man. They have struggled so hard at home. They're scoring five points less per game at home than they are on the road. They have not found their defensive identity yet. They're vulnerable when a team can hit their threes. And I'm looking at Minnesota here to possibly hit a a little bit more of the threes than they have been hitting lately and keep this one close and possibly pull off the upset. But I, you know, I don't love betting Minnesota here, so I will lean them. I also like the over in this one, but it's a little too close for me, too. So I will lean the over. Hey, the back-to-backs are actually tougher to bet, I think. Um, you know, Minnesota's four-game losing streak, their last loss to Denver was their closest one at 15 points. So you're looking to see if they can trim that down four points. I think they probably can, but they look so disoriented without Carl Anthony Towns. They, they really have nothing to rely on. Um, I think Denver probably does get the win, but I like Minnesota with the points. I will lean Minnesota. I, I just can't bet this team. This is another one where you have contrasting styles in terms of the statistics where you have Minnesota's defense is pretty bad. Denver's offense has been pretty good. Denver is great at defensive rebounding. Minnesota is not very good at offensive rebounding, so they're not going to get a whole lot of second chance points. I think you could get a repeat of the game the other day, but I do agree that the 11, 12, wherever the line is going to end up is is too many. But I do think there's a pretty good chance that they go over the total again. So I have the total of 227. Uh, so I'm going to put another 10 here. I uh, know 20. 20 is my uh, superstitious number. I'm going to put another 20 on the over. On the over. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I think this game does go over, and I like the I like Minnesota plus the 11 and a half. Almost bet them. I just kind of talked myself out of it at the last minute. So, yeah, it's just a lean for me on that one. All right, Spurs Clippers next up. We only have a handful, not even a handful of books reporting in. It looks like it's going to be Clippers minus the eight. Yeah, I saw this eight or nine before. Um, you know, Lamarcus Aldridge still injured. But he's upgraded to questionable for tonight's game. Spurs have lost four games in a row since his injury. And despite the best efforts of DeMar DeRozan, who is trying to say, hey, someone trade for me, please, a good team that's going to be playoff bound, uh, please, please, please trade for me. Uh, Despite those best efforts, San Antonio has just not been able to stay competitive with other teams in the West. Uh, Clippers, man, quietly five and two. And I'm sure they appreciate people not talking about them that much. To me, it seems like Kawhi and PG-13 play better when no one is paying attention to them. <laughs> so uh, if you look at, at the Clippers' stats, though, um, not ranked at the top offensively or defensively, but you do need to look at that anomaly, that 51-point loss to Dallas that is just dragging down their statistics. So my metrics say this game will be close. My metrics say to take San Antonio, but I'm anticipating the Clippers to win big here, especially if Aldridge, Aldridge misses the game. So I, I'm, I'm going to lean San Antonio because that's what my spreadsheet says to do, but I think the, the numbers on the Clippers are a bit misleading right now. I'm also going to shade the under in this game, but the same, same thing. Uh, I expect the Clippers to just kind of come out and 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 win this one. Sorry, Big Daddy, if you're listening, uh, your Spurs Spurs going to go down tonight. 
compare without Aldridge, you really can't really love San Antonio. Rudy Gay, even without Aldridge, isn't getting a lot of minutes. It puts a lot of pressure on DeRozan and DeJounte Murray to carry that. And against a team with, you know, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, that's just that's a big ask. You take away that Dallas game, which I can't really take it away. I'm not sure how you lose by 50 points. Um, but you know, they they've actually fared pretty well at home covering this kind of a line. Uh, I, and I, I like the Kip, Clippers to take care of this. Um, I just can't bet it. I'm going to lean the Clippers here. And what is that line? What is that total, Max? 228 is the total. We oh, think. That, is, that is so tempting. Like San Antonio has never been an offensive juggernaut, and the Clippers are pretty good on defense. I'm almost tempted to take the under, but I don't do a lot of totals, so I'll leave it alone. I think once again, you're at a place where if a team's played to their ability, then the Clippers probably cover this pretty easily. The Clippers are, I think, right now ranked uh, number two uh, in three-point percentage, and San Antonio can't guard the three, the line to save their lives. So if San Antonio is not is playing the regular three-point defense and the Clippers are playing their regular three-point offense, the Clippers probably cover this game pretty easily. Like Max, my Excel sheet says, don't do it, so I won't. I'm just going to lean the Clippers here, and I'll lean the under. Yeah, no, I, I, I like the under. If there's a play on this game, I think it is the under. We do have under 228, so I'm going to throw 15 bucks on that. And Big Daddy wants us to know that uh, Derek White is out too. All right, last game, Bulls and Trailblazers. Another big line, Trailblazers at home, minus nine and a half. Uh, Laurie Markkinen has been in COVID protocols, did not travel with the Bulls on this road trip. Uh, in the four games he's played this season, he's averaging 17 points per game, shooting lights out from three-point land. So uh, the Bulls, if they want to remain competitive for the rest of the season, will need to get Markkinen back into that lineup. But without him, uh, they've been competitive already. Uh, minus that blowout loss to the Bucks, they, they've not just folded and looked like that same crappy Bulls team that we've been used to. Portland three and three after suffering that big loss to the Warriors on Sunday. Just a, a fucking frustrating team to bet on or against. Uh, I, I hate this Portland Trailblazers team. One day they look like world beaters, and, and the next they look like I don't know uh, egg beaters. Uh, I was going to say look like the Bulls. Oh, uh, <laughs> I have I have the Bulls winning this game. I should bet them, but I just I do not trust Chicago. I do not trust Portland uh, from night to night of what they're going to do. So I'm going to lean Chicago, but I will bet $20 on the under here. I do have this going about five or six points under that total here. So I'll throw uh, who's on the 20. Is it Jackson? I'll throw Jackson on on the on the under here. Two thirty two and a half. Yep. 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 Yeah, I don't hate that play, um, but yeah, Portland is my my sleeper team. I'll be following them all season long. I think this one comes down to the depth uh, and the Bulls, not only marketing, but they're missing three other players. Hutchinson's out, Saturinsky's out, um, can, can't pronounce his name, Arisendo or something like that, but he he's out as well. So Chicago's got depth issues. They're on the road. Portland actually is playing pretty decent at home. I just don't know that I trust them to cover. So I think Portland does win. I'll lean Chicago for with the nine and a half. Um, and I, you know, Zach Levine is playing out of his mind his last few games. I wouldn't be surprised if this game goes over 
Um, 232, I know, is a pretty high number, but I think Zach Levine could be looking at another 40-pointer or more against that Portland defense. I like the over, but just enough to lean it. Well, if you're going to catch Max, then somewhere along the line, you have to be on the other side of him, right? And then you can get the two-for-one exchange, or you can just fall even further back. So so I'm going to try to catch him a little bit here today. I'm going to, I think this game should be a track meet, regardless of which bulls are on the court and which ones aren't on the court, because defense is optional for both teams. Um, and they're both pretty good on offense. They're pretty similar offensively. So, I, you know, the statistics say and the numbers say take the Bulls, but with the injuries and the guys out, you kind of have to fade that a little bit. So I'm going to lean the uh, the Bulls in this spot. But uh, I'm going to take the opposite side of this. I think it's a track meet. I think it goes over. I'm going to put 20 on the over. 20 on the over. Okay. I, I couldn't actually come to a side. I hate to say it. I had a dumb push in this one. <laughs> so it's just razor thin on that. So I, I don't have a play on the total. And I do think uh, Chicago keeps it within the nine and a half. I, I couldn't quite bet it. Although, Max, you said you've got Chicago winning the game outright. Is that right? Uh, yeah, 115, 114. I'll take it. I'll, I'll trust you then. I'll, I'll, I'll throw, a, throw a $15 on the Chicago Bulls plus nine and a half can't ignore it man you've got a <laughs> you, you're calling a massive upset here so i love it maybe we should maybe the money line mafia should get on this <laughs> yeah panther panther go ahead toss, toss, toss all your money on chicago i can't can't do it because they're just too I, I don't know how you came up with that chicago can win this game they're they're missing too many players i don't i don't like it at all <laughs> well, that's why you should bet it yeah. you just said you're gonna costanza all in all in on a money line <laughs> Shove your chips. If you did it and it won, I mean, it's 50 50. If you won, then, uh, you know, you could just bet whatever Max bet for the rest of the year and you never would lose. Shit. If I hit this money line, I wouldn't bet the rest of the year. <laughs> so that's what you're doing then? No. Okay. No. All right. Well, we hit all the NBA games. We segued into Super Bowl talk. And I think that probably is it, Max. All right, that is it. Support Degeneracy by buying our T-shirts. Head over to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Go to the DGen shop. Make sure to download the DGen's app for Android or iOS. Please let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. No matter where you are listening to us at, thank you. But please give us your highest rating, comment, subscribe. Download and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. Yes, thank you, Javier from Spain. Uh, now what you got to do is you got to tell everybody else in Spain to follow us on your Instagram account, your Facebook account, your Twitter, however it is you communicate, because friends don't let friends bet on American sports in Spain without absolute degeneracy. Panther, you know what time it is. You're still on vacation. I like your bets. So take us home. I'm on vacation for a few more hours. I got to go back to work. I'm really depressed. I don't want to go back to work. Max, you know what it's like to like not want to go back to work, right? This sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was me yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I got to I go back to work and make some money to pay for all these damn bets. <laughs> uh, you guys know what we're doing, though. We're hanging out on the website. We're hanging on the app. We're keeping up to date with all the Adam Gase firings and everything going on out there in the NFL and the NBA. So let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done. Kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. 
Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.